Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back. It is draft week, Dave. It's a couple of days away now. Yeah, it is, uh, it's getting really close. It's, it's, it's sort of like just not even crept up on me because we've done a lot of draft stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, all of a sudden I can't, like Ollie's actually here. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. We're going to be live streaming it on our Facebook pages and maybe somewhere else. Uh, on the draft night and I mean I've got nothing else to do all weekend so maybe day two and day three we'll see how it goes but yeah, uh, we're going to get into some news we're going to get into some draft rumours uh, and yeah we'll wrap up the show we'll be done with you in about half an hour so sit back and relax and let's go through some news the Patriots have rolled out some new uniforms and they're quite nice I think yeah they're right aren't they yeah, um, yeah I think they were I think um, it was pretty expected that like the one that was like the color rush jersey was going to be bumped up basically, and yeah. that's sort of what they've done. So the only thing, the only thing I'd have liked really is um, go back to white helmets. I prefer the white helmets. But... Yes, the silver looks slightly odd against the the white top. Yeah, so you should get used to it. But yeah, I think they sort of missed a trick going back to the white um, white helmets and maybe adding an, adding in a red jersey. But it wouldn't surprise me if they if there's some sort of new alternate jersey in the next year or so that uh, is that red one again. Yeah, I do like that all blue one though. The colour rush, it is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice jersey. It's definitely so. It's just simple, isn't it? And I don't think the Pats had the best jersey before. It wasn't <laughs> the worst, but I don't think it was the best. It was. It needed uh, updating, I'd say. Yes, it, it was a proper old school look. I think almost back to the old um, Reebok made yeah. jerseys. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's quite simple, isn't it? It's nothing. It's literally a plain shirt with uh, little bits on the. Um, sort of sleeves, isn't it? All the shoulders there. Yeah, simple, and, effective. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, not not annoyed by it, which seems to be the thing with uh, jerseys now. Um, <laughs> I mean, while we're recording this, I think the uh, the chances are due to announce theirs in about twenty minutes. So, oh, really? I'll get a live reaction on this uh, podcast <laughs> of the Chargers uh, jerseys. If they go away from the baby blues, then I'm done with them. They've been a real franchise again. I, I feel like I'm in the minority of not really being that fussed about them. Like, I, I prefer their navy one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I feel like I'm in yeah in the minority on this, but uh, yeah, I'm not really fussed blue, about it. I like that pound of blue. Yeah, not not. I don't hate it, but I feel like people like love it, and uh, yeah, it's just middle of the pack for me. But you know, <laughs> controversial there. Big <laughs> yeah. hot take before uh, hot take opinions, yeah. right? <laughs> it's the place to be for them. Well, unless you're um, talking about tour and uh, mock drafting, where he's going to be. Uh, let's <laughs> let's talk about the Jags, Dave, because they've had a, a a busy week, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, where should we start? Should we start with Mike Easley first of all? I think. Yeah, he's been released, fully fit, ready to come back this season. A a nice little player, I think. Nothing spectacular, but a decent little player. Yeah, I've always liked Mike Easley, but I sort of get it. Um, I actually just oh sorry, Uh, dropped a golf ball there. I was playing with it. Um, uh, Yeah, it's it's one of them weird ones. I assume it's sort of saving a bit of cap, and I mean he hasn't. I know he's been injured a bit, but even when he has been there, he hasn't really been used that much. No, and then they got what Shark and uh, Westbrook and Keelan Cole and Chris Connolly make up their receiving core. I'd guess they add someone, but like they're they're not. um, He's just another one of those in that sort of group, isn't he? They've got a lot of sort of like nice players without really having that. Yeah, excellent player. I know Shark did well last year, but I'm not. Hundred percent sure he can carry that on, but um, yeah, it, I mean, I guess it wasn't one I was sitting here thinking about Marquis Lee, but I don't think it's crazy that they've released him. But yeah, it's not. Um, I don't think I've liked work for a while. Will it? I think he'll find a job pretty fast. Yeah, I think he'll find someone. Assuming he is um, healthy, he will 
it lands somewhere, and I think he can definitely contribute to a team. Yeah, as a kind of a third guy, even a slot receiver, he's a, he's a nice little player. Um, other Jags news: uh, Leonard Fournette <laughs> seems to be on his way, possibly. Yeah, the Chiefs I saw some links mainly. I saw someone tweet. I can't think who it was, but one of like I think it was one of the around the NFL guys, maybe Greg Rosenthal, someone like. Yeah, is this just the Jags basically? showing Fournette before they um, negotiate a contract how the league values him no one wants to go for him <laughs> and it would sort of make sense in a lot of ways wouldn't it but yeah, uh, yeah I don't really know who would trade for him to be honest because I mean after this year you've got to pay him or get rid of him so yeah. it could easily be one of them one year trades and then I mean what are you giving up for him if it's like a fourth round pick or something or Something like that, then the maybe. The only name I've seen linked but... is the Chiefs, but I mean they've just signed uh, Washington from the Redskins, uh, from the um, Raiders. They've already got a, a selection of running backs as it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one. I, I like Williams as well, so yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what Ford really adds. He was a fourth but, overall pick. Yeah, and I, like, I don't actually mind Fournette, and no, I, I think quite like him as well. Somewhere like the Chiefs, where he's not necessarily like the focal point, he could probably do quite well. But I don't feel like the Chiefs need that star running back. I think we spoke about no, before, no. where the Chiefs can just generate a run game from pretty much whoever they put back there. And yeah, yeah I don't really see the need for them to go for Fournette. But maybe if they have to give up just a mid to late round pick for him, and they get a year out of him and release him, then maybe it could work because I assume he's not being paid a ton this year I think it's about four or five million or something isn't it I think yeah it should be yeah, relatively lucky. yeah. which isn't too bad and yeah I could see it on that front because to say just another nice piece but I think if Fournette's head's right he's a very uh, and he's fully fit as well that's the thing he's had a lot of injuries but if his head's right and he's willing to work he can be a good running back I'd like him in uh, Buffalo like mix him in with um, yeah the guy they drafted last year Singletary yeah as a one-two yeah. it would be a nice nice combo yeah, that would make more sense to me than the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs, they're not a team that sort of rolls out loads of different running backs. I think they tend to sort of, like, read really tends to go with one player and yeah. sort of stick to him. And I don't think Fournette would do enough in the pass game for that Chiefs offence, really. But yeah, they're, they're, um, somewhere like the Bills where he could be sort of a sort of takeover from Gore there, couldn't he? And uh, mm. just sort of be that other back. That pound it could in, goal line be, back almost. Yeah. I mean, the Texans will probably be interested, won't they? <laughs> Add him to the collection of running yeah, backs they've like got. Just line up with eight, run, eight running backs. Bill, <laughs> Bill O'Brien's revolutionised the game. <laughs> um, also in Jags news, it's another ending. Yannick Ngokwe had a very public feud with um, uh, Shad Khan this week, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Oh, Tony this, Khan, this, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah, this was the uh, big one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like his hashtag free yarn. That's quite cool. Yeah, it's... The whole thing's just a bit weird because I think, as um, Khan said in the sort of in the conversation like the that, fourth, yeah, yeah he, it's like we're not trading you unless we get the compensation we want, and all yeah. he's doing there is lowering that price and lowering what teams are going to pay for him. So, yeah. I think it was sort of hurting him to do that. But I've still got a sneaky feeling he gets traded on Thursday night as the Jags move up somewhere. Yes, I've I've got a real feeling they. Because like, I've seen a lot of rumours that they're going to be one of the teams trading down, but they've got so many picks and it doesn't make much sense to me to, for them to they add more players. picks. <laughs> yeah, and like so I know obviously they need players and you want, they've got lots of picks, but like package a couple of them up maybe and move up and yeah. get one of these elite players at the top of the draft. And yeah, I think they're a sneaky one to move up. If someone moves up 
from a bit deeper into like the top five, I think it could be the Jags. Yeah, I've just written here on the NFL.com, it says um, such a deal to trade him on draft night would require a trade, a contract, and signed tender before the start of the draft. I guess that's to do. But yeah. yeah what are these GMs doing right now if they're not looking for deals like this? Yeah. But I would, I would assume a deal like that, it, um, I can't remember who was talking, I think it was uh, Jeremiah on a podcast, I can't think. Mm. But a lot of these deals are in place yeah. before the draft anyway, these sort of trades and stuff, and it's sort of like, if this happens, then all this will happen. And yeah, I just feel like they are a team to look out for in trading up, just because they've they got two firsts, they've got, mm-hmm. they've got him to trade if they want to, and if they can get that done, they've got sort of lots of later picks. I think teams will be happy to sort of pick up some and move back because I don't think the market's really there for these teams wanting to trade down so maybe the Jags no, could really. get a relatively cheap price to do it where do you, where do you kind of uh, rate Ngokwe as a, as a defensive end he's... I think he's really good and yeah. I think I mean say and I don't even know if they'd make this deal but say the Jags said to the Redskins we'll give you mm-hmm. him and our two firsts for number two I mean, yeah I think if I was the Redskins I'd be looking closely at that is, I mean, yeah, I don't... you've got a proven NFL defensive end rather than risking. I mean, Chase Young's superb, but yeah, I don't even know if that's too much of a price to the Jag side. But whatever it might be, you know, they might decide to do that if they really fancy Tua or whoever it might be mm. up there. If I was the Redskins, I'd be looking at something like that. But say, I, I, I haven't really thought about it too much. That was literally just making one up there. But <laughs> do you know I mean something like that? If the if someone up there, if the Jags want to package like their pick plus him yeah. to move up, then I think these teams should be uh, definitely looking at it at least because he is a really good player. And I mean, with these draft picks, you're hoping that these players come good. And yeah, exactly. He is good already. So yeah. it, it's a tough thing. I know it's sort of the contract side of things, but depending on the situation of the team, it might they might be better off taking the proven talent rather than sort of the player they hope they can develop into someone. Yeah. Make you... If you're picking up there, you might be hoping someone turns out as good as him. You know, it's a uh, it's a tough tough one. So cool. This 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 smells like a Seahawks deal to me. Give them twenty seventh pick. Let them have three first round picks. We'll pay Ngokwe for a year or whatever, and then we'll just be stuck in the same situation next year. Like we have Clowney right now. Yeah, it would make sense. I think. Yeah. It would. He... I feel like he's not going to play some of that deal though. But. Mm. <sighs> I mean, the Seahawks are probably ready to pay him, aren't they? They were ready to pay uh, Clowney, so yeah. maybe this is the move. But yeah, but yeah, I think it's uh, one to look out for on draft day because he's definitely someone that could be on the move. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let's move on to some draft buzz then because there's quite a lot of this going around. Uh, the first bit I saw was the Giants are doing their homework on quarterback uh, Justin Herbert. It's just it just reeks of Dave Gettleman thinking he's being clever and <laughs> when not did they take pulling it Jones off. Last year, six was it? Six, yeah. They're, they're not picking him. No one, <laughs> nobody thinks they're picking him. I mean, the only thing he's trying to do is like either generate um, some sort of trade buzz, yeah. even though he never ever trades down. No. <laughs> or yeah, just trying to look clever. Like I saw again. I, I think it was Ross, Ross Tucker, maybe someone yeah. saying, "Oh, like, lots of teams do this. The Patriots do it. So, they, so when they play them, they've got information on them." I think you'd like if, if with another franchise franchise, sorry, you're giving them that benefit, not with the Giants though. <laughs> this is just just them playing games and yeah, being more obvious than they could possibly ever be. Yeah, I've got a terrible well, I've got a bet on that the first three picks are gonna be the three quarterbacks and then Chase Young's gonna fall to the Giants for four and they're gonna pick someone else completely random, like the, the Raiders did with um 
Clellan Farrell last year, just out of nowhere. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise you, would it? It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just don't, I don't know that it's. They're such a weird team. Yeah. Who knows what yeah. they'll do? Yeah, I mean, it probably will be a lineman when it comes down to it, but. <laughs> Yeah, they're just a, a, an odd, odd team. And, yeah, I don't think they fooled anyone into thinking they're taking Herbert here. No, not at all. Uh, the Redskins have apparently been receiving calls for the number two pick, which is unsurprising, I suppose. Yeah, and, like, it feels like one of the reports where the, I would assume that basically every team in the league gets a call for their pick at leading yeah. to draft to sort of, like, teams doing their due diligence of sort of what's it going to cost us. Because yeah. I imagine teams sort of have that so obviously yeah i don't know but i'd assume most teams have like a little chart of sort of what it would take to move up to these different spots if their player fell and stuff yeah. like that so i mean it'd be weird if teams weren't coolly to find out but i just can't see it happening i just don't think i just don't think the market's there for a team moving up unless somebody really is in love with one of these quarterbacks and they're coming from a little bit later but like the, the uh, Dolphins and the Chargers are ones that sort of, in the lead up to this, looked like almost certainties to trade up at one mm. point. I mean, for them, I think they're just going to sit there, and if someone jumps them, they jump them. But yeah, they have I, the capital I, to that if needed. Yeah, I just I don't think one of them is going to trade up. So if someone's trading up, it is someone like the Jags who mentioned coming up from a bit further behind to yeah. take them. Like the Panthers would have been uh, an option, but obviously signing Teddy sort of takes them out because. They'd have so much dead cap if they <laughs> went with a rookie and then had to cut him next year or whatever. But I mean, we've seen teams make weirder moves and then someone will end up trading for Teddy for some reason next year. If <laughs> but, you know, the, like the Panthers and the Jags are two teams that sort of like could jump up. But yeah, I just think, yeah, it's just one of them odd ones, really. Yeah, there's lots of teams are kind of eyeing up the, the kind of the three first round receivers. Um, that nine, the Niners pick number thirteen, is it? They've got off in the Colts. Yeah, they're, they're apparently they're open to moving that thirteen and thirty-one. The Niners have got because they haven't got any other picks till round five after the first two round, uh, first the two first round picks. Sorry, someone can get themselves a pretty good receiver if they move really, to that spot. For me, I really feel like these receivers are going to drop a bit. Yeah, if I had to make one sort of like bold claim or bold prediction I do think that these receivers are going to drop a bit just because all you've heard the whole time is how deep this uh, receiver class is yeah. and it is that deep and well, look at DK Metcalf what the end of, end of the third round last year exactly there was two wide receivers all the talk last year was of how strong the receiver class is yeah. or was AJ Brown and I'd say fell, yeah fell. I think this class is a little bit better but it's sort of comparable and there was two taken because everyone if it comes down to it, you're going to take the other position. I do think that we'll we'll see some of these receivers fall a little further than we thought they might. Do you think as soon as one that, goes, say if someone takes Judy at ten or eleven, do you think the other two kind of follow quickly, or teams just stick to? Their I don't. Plans? I think they just stick to their plan, just because I think teams. Although I really like, well, at least the top two. I like Rugs a lot as well, but I think the top two for me are yeah. a little bit better than him. Not. I still think Rugs is more than a first round wide receiver I think he's more than sort of warranted going there but I think the other two are a little bit clear of him but yeah I just think that teams when it comes down to it there's, there'll be a choice of getting like a really good edge rusher yeah. and a really good receiver or a really good receiver and a not tackle. such a good rusher or whatever it might be in the next round you know like mm. I think just the value and the depth is going to hurt these receivers so for me I just don't think we're going to see the receiver run that 
like lots of these mocks have right now. I just think it might be one of them where you see a few drop. Yeah, I think more. I think it could possibly be more in line with our own mocks that we've done, not to blow our own trumpets, but you get a run on tackles more than anything else because everyone yeah. needs tackles. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna. That's the thing when you if you do these mocks, if you say three quarterbacks, yeah, you could easily see six or seven tackles go. Yeah, easily. They might even sneak into eight, depending on teams panicking. Yeah, add Chase add, to that. You're at the middle of the first yeah, round. Then. All the defensive players you've got there, there's not yeah. that much room for these wide receivers, really. No. Someone's <laughs> got to be blown away, haven't they? The Broncos seem to be the main kind of... the team that wants to move up the most from all the reports I've seen. And I, I do believe that they need someone other than just Cortland Sutton. Yeah, and I do think some of these players will be taken, but it wouldn't surprise me if, say, I don't know, who's sort of looks like nailed on to take one? The Raiders at 12. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if someone wanted to move up for one of the other players. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there's a run on tackles and one of them's remaining in, if the Browns move back with like the Bucks or someone just move back a couple of spots and pick the receiver anyway, yeah. while someone moved up to get the tackle or whatever a position it might be, I just yeah, I just got a sneaky feeling that there's nowhere near as many receivers taken as sort of some of these mocks are. Because I mean, yeah, some of them are like seven or eight. Right, yeah, and. I just can't see it. I think it, I still think you'll probably get four, mm-hmm. maybe five. Yeah. But I just I just can't find room in my mocks to get more than that. Really. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Yeah. The, there's so many other good players in that first round, especially the, like you said, the tackles and the defensive players, the linebackers as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah. there's only so many picks, isn't there? And like for me, I just can't fit them receivers in. And bec- as I say, because everyone knows you can wait until the second. Like, even if you wait for the third, yeah. you're still getting a really good receiver there. And yeah. I think that will hurt some of the values of some of these other, these sort of like next tier of uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Your sort of Mims and Higgins and all them sort of guys that sort of could sneak into the back end of the first. I think you're going to sort of see them drop because of that. And and then if you allow for like someone like the Colts maybe coming back into the first at the end and mm-hmm. taking love, that's another spot. Yeah, it's yeah. They're just there's just not enough spots to go around for me for sort of all these wide receivers that could go there. So yeah, I just think they could uh, be one of them things that we see him drop a little. Yeah, the latest mock draft on NFL.com is by Rhett Lewis. He has five wide receivers in the first round. Yeah, that feels about right. I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, say I just can't squeeze more than that in for me. No, that, I think. Yeah. That's the max. Yeah, and I think the Cardinals probably make a big difference. I can't see them going receiver. People have still got them taking receiver. I can't no. really see it. After training for like four last year, didn't they as well? Yeah, and don't get me wrong. You take like Lamb, or he's seems to be the one that sort of most people have yeah. got going there. If they take one, that is like an insane wide receiver group, and it's going to be hard to stop. Yeah, but. I just think they'll take tackle when it comes down to it. That's one there. And then I think the really interesting thing that could happen here in this draft is if if we do see Tua and or Herbert dropping a little because mm. then I think the trades go wild because I think yes. if either of them make it into the double digits, then yeah, then everyone's in play. The Patriots, 
like the Chargers could move up. I kind of want that to happen from further further back. The Colts could move up from the second and go crazy and give like, give up a lot for that. It makes it more exciting. And if we're sat there on draft night live streaming, and it's it's Burrow, it's Young, it's whoever at th- Arcuda at three, and it just it falls as as everyone's kind of mocked, and it's pretty boring. I want someone to drop. That's the excitement. Yeah, for, I think. For the most interesting way this plays out, I think it is one of them drops, and oh, it'd be so interesting if one of them does make it to ten. Because I just think somebody will go up and get them. Because mm. I think somebody <clears> will have fallen in love with, especially Tua. If he starts falling, I think somebody will be. Like, people are so concerned about the health, but I mean, all the all the reports have come out said he's fine, and I know that that will like obviously where their reports are coming from. Uh, mm. You got a question, but. There's all the reports are positive. All the all the things are that he's sort of been cleared in all the checks he's had, and he could if it was the season was starting now, he could go and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> to me, he's so talented, and if he does drop, then somebody is going to go up and get him because I just think there's teams willing to trade back there. As you yeah. mentioned, the 49ers want to accumulate some picks because they don't have many. They're a, they're a team that would definitely be open to trading back. I think. Mm. They're just yeah. There's a lots of there's lots of trade partners and a lot of teams that would uh, want to trade up. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mecky Becton has been uh, one of his uh, drug tests has been flagged. Um, so when he does join the league, he will already be in stage one of the league's intervention program. That's a is that a worry? Um, you don't often hear of linemen failing drug tests. No, I I I don't know what it was for. I thought. I heard it was probably. It sounds like it was a weed one. Yeah. Which, I mean, well, they're not even testing for it in the league anymore, are they? So, it's a pain reliever. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it will uh, make a lot of difference to his stock, really. But it might be one console esque video comes out on draft day. It might be one of them where if they're between the two, because I think a lot most people have these tackles sort of quite close. That maybe someone that was between him and one of the others might go with the other, but yeah. I mean, I still see his floor as sort of... He's a top 15 pick, in it? Yeah, exactly. The early teams, really, and even that sort of probably a bit of a bit low. Yes. Getting to, getting to the Jets at 11, I think, would be a, a good move. It'd, it'd be a surprise if when the Bucks pick at 14, if at least three haven't gone by then. Yeah. Yes. And they're just picking whoever's left, basically. Speaking of the Bucks, uh, did you see Tom Brady was asked to leave a Tampa park today? It, Tom Brady is cheating. I can't believe it. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> yeah, out in public doing some uh, bit of bit of exercise. Is a closed park, liked... Tom. Not I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never liked him. I've always thought he's a bit shady. There's always been something about him that just sort of rubbed me up the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, just a funny little story. Uh, Twelve teams have started their virtual off-season programs today, which I'd love to see how this is working. Isn't it like only three of them are actually doing like workouts? I think some of them are just like doing yeah. it to like keep in contact with players or something, don't they? But yeah, the Bills, Colts, and Pats will hold workouts. Um, the remaining nine will do classroom work, but no physical training. I mean, you'd hope that the players are keeping themselves in some sort of shape. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sure they've all got their pelotons and all that, like on the on the bikes there, and yeah, pro- like probably got trainers that are sort of working Weird with them how and this stuff. Is all going to work though. Yeah, but I think in in America the, the results aren't quite so strict, are they? Because uh, yeah. I've seen with a lot of the draft stuff, like players um, 
saying like I think Chase Young's got like ten people come around because that's the maximum, and then he's like projecting yeah. it on the side of his house or something, isn't it? Something <laughs> like that for other people that want to watch. So like, so I assume it's probably easier for these to have like a personal train around and stuff. Where obviously for us it's probably a bit tougher. Yeah, shouldn't really be happening. I'm sure some people <laughs> are, but I mean it shouldn't be happening. Where like there, I feel like I think it is sort of allowed still. And I mean some one of the places I can't think what state it is is opening stuff right back up already. Yes, which is a bit mad, but. uh you know yeah but yeah it's so weird this it's such a odd year but in some ways it makes it more interesting doesn't it because you just don't really know what the hell is going on yeah exactly what's what team is going to look like on day one of the new season is fascinating um yeah we we, well we spoke about on one of the other podcasts i think it was with ash yeah that we were saying that it could be sort of a a way that some of these veterans end up keeping their jobs that might have lost them if they had a proper off season because these rookies and teams, players moving to other, uh, new teams aren't going to have the chance to really learn like the playbook and yeah. sort of work with other players. So it might see that, especially the early part of the season, you might see players just going, or teams going with the safe option and going with the players that have been there and sort of been there and done it with them for a few years. So like maybe Mitch Trubisky keeps a job over Foles and sort of players like that that yeah. could just sort of struggle to win jobs that might have been sort of a normal situation. Yeah, bear that in mind when you're drafting. Uh, yeah. Come the uh, later in the later in the summer. Um, Bud Light to get into the swing of things. You can uh, tag at Bud Light and include the hashtag Boo the Commish. And for no, every, I enjoyed this. Everyone that gets sent through, Bud Light was an eight one dollar for the NFL Draftathon, which is to raise money for COVID nineteen um, efforts. Um, yeah, nice one. And I assume they are actually going to like play a boo or something at some stage and they all that sort of thing, to, don't they? If I not, saw a. Go on, sorry. If they're not piping these into Goodell's room, wherever he is, like, surely his wife's got to be playing, playing this trick on him. Yeah, on you, room you'd hope so. <laughs> I was just a part of my take, and uh, they, were, they were trying to arrange a thing where, so I think it's Zoom, you can get like 100 maximum, so they were yeah. getting 100 people on Zoom, and then they had to get 100, each person had to get 100 people on Zoom <laughs> themselves, and like film the Zoom, the screen for the other Zoom, and just to get all the people just to boo Goodell every uh, every pick. <laughs> so, yeah, hope, hopefully there'll be some fun booing going on. Yeah, nice. Um, a lot of the trades happened a few weeks back have kind of finally been processed, I think it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins is officially a, a Cardinal now, and um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the main one. He said it wasn't yeah. a surprise, though, uh, Daniel Hopkins, that he was traded. Yeah, well, it came out after, didn't it, him and... Um... Bill have a, a a bad relationship and haven't always got on, so I guess it makes sense if you're part of that. You probably know that things aren't mm. great, and I assume that there's some contact with like the agents and stuff before they trade. Obviously, I don't know exactly how they work that sort of thing, but yeah. you'd think that they're not just calling out the blue and going, "You've been traded on <laughs> someone a star like Hopkins." You'd think there'd be some sort of discussion somewhere along the line, but yeah, you would hope so. I mean, it's the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. O'Brien said, um, let's let it all play out. So, I, I don't know, maybe he's not entirely to blame for this. Maybe Hopkins is a bit of a diva behind the scenes and we don't know, but... I mean, he's never come across that way no, in anything he he's done. No. There's never been reports about that, and you'd probably said the same about Antonio Brown, in fairness, wouldn't you? Yeah. Up to about two years ago, that yeah. he always was... Well, I think he still is. If he was at a team, he's still going to be one of the hardest working players there. He's just a bit nuts. Yeah, so maybe the there is a bit more like in hard knocks. He was working when he could work. Yeah, when his feet were fine. He, could, he was working. And if you follow him on Instagram, literally all he does is go to the gym all day. And he, <laughs> like, he posts pictures of him in the gym and uh, pictures of food. I finally unfollowed him these days. <laughs> he was doing what I did, but 
yeah, like going back, all he does is just post pictures of the gym. So, like, he is obviously a hard worker. So maybe Hopkins is from that, but there's never been any indication of that from anyone. Like, yeah. he seems like quite well liked around the league and stuff. It's just, I mean, I, I, I can understand why a player wouldn't get on with Bill O'Brien. I want to um, give. Let me, just, let me just read this paragraph from Bill O'Brien. Uh, we feel very, very good about being able to get the 40th pick and being able to get David Johnson, O'Brien said. We feel really good about when we looked at the analytics of it based on the production that he was leaving our team and the production that we were bringing in and that what we were able to do. Again, it's very incomplete and there are several roster moves left to go, including the draft. He ain't got a clue, is he? How was that? He, what was the analytics of saying that David Johnson's a better player for your team than DeAndre Hopkins? He's so lucky they've got some generational talent there. Yeah. Like your JJ Watts of the world that he's had <laughs> there to sort of really build that team up through the years because God knows how he has <laughs> kept this job. And I don't know how he's got so much power. Like, oh, what is going on? I, he, he, he is like Dave Gettleman, isn't he? He yeah. is just, he's so bizarre. Like, and like so many, like, I think the same with Gettleman. Like, I think we've said it before, like, other teams make bad moves and you can sort of like see the logic but with Bill O'Brien and Gettleman I just don't see the logic in so many of their moves yeah and, oh, yeah I just it's, I mean yeah, when, you, when, you, when you can pay one of the highest contracts in the league to a running back that hasn't produced in two <laughs> years like you've got to do it haven't you really yeah I'm just trying to find what Bill O'Brien's overall record is tell me that yeah 52 and 44 I mean and that is good like it's, it's not easy to have Over a winning record yeah, but when you look at the talent on that team, they've probably under yeah underperformed. Like in the playoffs, what they won like they won two playoff games. Yeah, there's not many, and <laughs> I mean, it's not it's like a, that. This is his seventh season. It's a, but it's not like it's with that division's been sort of like really good no. through them years, is it? You had the Colts who basically had Andrew Luck injured for two years. Yep. You've got the Jags who the Jags. You've got the Titans who've been pretty bad for most of this yep. that run. It's that they should win that six out of his four years there. The one year was four and twelve, uh, and the other year was nine and seven. If any second, but yeah, like, but like he, he's I good feel, if you I want to win like, the South, and that's about it. Yeah, like I feel like he's just sort of like Jeff Fisher, but he's just got the upper side <laughs> of sort of being that sort of thing every year, and he's probably in a division where it's not been so competitive. Yeah, he's ten and six rather than nine seven. Yeah, and I mean that is good, and that is an achievement on its own, but. That Texans team probably has a higher ceiling than that most of those seasons. Yeah. I mean, other than the quarterback, but they've had Deshaun Watson this with their third year now. But mm. other than that, they have still had talent. I know the quarterback's obviously been an issue, but it's not like they haven't picked up quarterbacks and stuff, is it? They haven't, like, they've drafted a few and been through a few quarterbacks over the years. Yeah, they have, yeah. Tom Savage and yeah, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, they're just a terrible <laughs> franchise that. To me, is heading once sort of these because a lot of these sort of big stars are on their way out anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> they're they're at the end of the sort of run. Like Watts gets injured a lot anyway, doesn't he? And mm-hmm. he's not. He's definitely he's in his thirties, isn't he? I can't think exactly his age, but he's definitely in his thirties. Oh, yeah, they seem to be a team that's heading to sort of perennial top ten pick every year. Well, yes, perennial. <laughs> yeah, top ten pick every year. Well, they got what well, the division. I mean, the Colts were quarterback away from being a. a a, a superpower, I think, in the NFL. I think if they can get that that quarterback to take them to the next level, the, the Titans. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like, I need to see another. I need to see a full season of Ryan Tannehill and what he can do and how they're going to use Derek Henry and if they sign him. But yeah, th- I mean, they're not going to finish last in the division at least because the Jags are in it. 
Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to struggle to finish last for a good couple of years now, I thought. <laughs> but, I mean, there's a good chance the Jags have Trevor Lawrence in a year's time. Yeah, exactly. And they are, like, got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but God knows. <laughs> yeah, a really weird situation to be in. <coughs> I think that is about it. We've managed well, to string that the, over after. The, the Chargers have just come out, and I'm looking Ooh. at them now. I've seen good reactions to it. I've called them up, and then to me, they look like just some generic team on Madden. Um, some yeah, that that made up basic. team. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those. People are going to love them. I, people, I, I know that this is definitely going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't think that's very good. That jersey. <laughs> I quite like the white one. The white one's nice. The what? I like the black. I can see a black one. I think it's navy, isn't it? Oh, is it? It's like a, yeah, what? I think it's navy. Yeah, that one's better. The powder blue. But all of them just look. The combinations are weird. The white with the yellow and the blue socks. That's not good. I think it's there. I think it's like that. Like old school one, I think that's sort of like a traditional thing. I think it's sort of what they were when they first started out. I'm or a something. Leeds fan, and white, yellow, and blue are my colours, but that no, not not like that combination. I really don't like these. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely in the minority here. I know that people listening to this are going to be thinking I'm mad. I do not like them. Honestly, I, I really think they look like if you just started up a yeah, you know, Madden when you like move the franchise mm-hmm. or something, and then they um you just have a random jersey. That's what they look like. They've got a random lightning bolt, like because it's like the the most basic graphic you can find when you have like design your uniform on yeah, there. Is it? There's nothing else on there, is there? Yeah, a plain jersey with a lightning bolt, like. Mm. Yeah, that looks very much like some sort of create your own jersey on some <laughs> game to me. Oh, I'm not a fan of those at all. Uh, Ash has just said he's buying them all. Lee says yeah. the Chargers uniforms are incredible. Those, those are our two Chargers fans, so. <laughs> I do like the yeah the navy one. I'll come around to your opinion on that one. The all navy is that the colour rush? All navy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I assume it will be. Yeah, it must be all the, all the, the dark, dark one. One of those is colour rushing. That's yeah. Yeah, basic, basic. I'm glad the Seahawks yeah. have nice jerseys because I hate this going through this every year. But the weird thing is, I I would say uh, Seahawks would be one that would split opinion, wouldn't they? Yeah, They're definitely. There. Yeah. But like, I feel like I've always quite liked the Seahawks ones, but. I don't yeah. like the lime green, but I like the white and I like the, the wolf grey and the, the blue. That they're fine. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm just keeping an eye on our uh, podcasters' message group now. <laughs> yeah, Dave, all the reaction Dave straight from fire as we get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's that is it then for this uh, this time. I don't know if we'll get another podcast in before the draft starts. It starts in one full day's time. Well, probably two by the time it actually kicks off. Um, but yes, we will be live on our Facebook page, First and Ten. Just search for that on Facebook and you'll be able to find us and watch along as all the action happens. Uh, people can send comments in, can they, Dave? Questions? Get involved? Yeah, with yeah definitely. Yeah. Nice. Always, always, have people, uh, always want people getting involved in our things, don't we? Yeah, definitely. We like to get your questions and some reason so many people watched it last season. Just get involved. You're, what else are you going to be doing? I mean, who has to go to work on Friday morning, really? Unless you're a key worker, and if you are, thank you. But apart from that, like, just just watch our stream, get involved with us as the as the um, the NFL GMs make their picks. Hopefully, successfully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore. We've been doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, draft Let's Check out all of our pods that have been out recently. Thank you to everyone that got involved. Okay, in those. Well. That was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It took a bit of a. Uh getting through there's another one of those to come come out um with all the different picks on 
Yeah, with uh, yeah, there was a few trades in there. There wasn't uh, loads of those, but I think that's sort of going to be what it's like. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, enough one of those to come out. We're a sensible bunch. That's all. Yeah, we weren't taking the mick. No, there, there were some weird picks in there, but uh, yeah, just some players getting picked twice and uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to hear all of that anyway uh, on an episode that's coming out very very soon. But yeah, until we're back with the draft, uh, you can find me on Twitter at rossbell nineteen eighty four. You can find Dave on Twitter at djg twenty three. You can find us together on Twitter at first and ten. Uh, I think that's it, Dave. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. We've slagged off the uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we ticked all the boxes, I think. Yeah, I've just, just released them on NFL.com. So they are powder blue, um, sunshine gold, and two colour rush uniforms. The all white one's quite nice, and the all nat- the ones that are all all the same colour I quite like on the whole. There's yeah. a, an all white and all like royal bluey colour, and then yeah. the all like darker navy. The, dark, the navy the one's the best one. The stripes on them looks nice. Yeah, that's the best one I think. Yeah. But they've taken the numbers off of the shoulders as well and put them on the helmets. Yeah, I, I quite like a number on the helmet. Is it yeah. Alabama or just the numbers on the helmets? I've always always quite like that. Six new so, uniforms though. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're going to see quite a few because some of these uniforms now are a little bit dated, aren't they? And yeah. And they've been around for so long. I think like it does surprise me there's not more uniforms. Or even if, uh, like, obviously they had the colour rush recently, but sort of not a few more sort of alternate jerseys come out that just sort of uh, just for them to sell more jerseys, really. Yeah, yeah. We will during the off season. We will rank our thirty-two jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing five shows a week now. We need to uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to fill it out with some stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. But yes, we'll until... have our favourite white jersey. We'll have our favourite <laughs> like, colour rush. A whole Jersey week. Oh yeah, we can do that definitely. <laughs> Our favourite throwbacks. Yeah, we can we can fill a week of podcast from Jersey talk alone. Uh, but yes, until we're back with our live stream, it is goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye, and we'll see you on Thursday or Friday morning. <laughs>